Hey ladies, in this episode, I'm going to give you a simple strategy change. It's not easy, but it is super simple. I have so many of you diving into the episodes about tangible tips, new routines, all that good stuff. And so I have this for you today. You'll need to get out a notebook and a pen just for the steps. And then I can teach you how to kind of work through them and practice and basically shift your strategies and your habits about things that you do that you might want to make changes to. But first, have you been enjoying the episodes? Have you found them helpful? Are they encouraging you? Are they giving you tools so that you can begin to reduce your drinking? Is that your goal? What is your end goal? Have you already stopped drinking, but you're still stuck and there's just something going on underneath the surface that you're not quite sure of and you need some more support? Well, I want you to reach out to me at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. I will go ahead and tell you a little sneak peek. There is a course coming. Can I say, woohoo, there's a course coming. I am actually taking my group program rolling it into a course format so that you can do it on your own time frame in the comfort of your home and it's a lower price point. So I really wanted to make this available for more women because that's why I'm here. I'm here so that I can teach you, support you, and serve you to help you get to where you want to go, whatever that goal looks like for you. And I want to have multiple ways of doing that. Obviously, one-on-one coaching is where we really get in and deep dive and I have availability for that. But I wanted to really create something. And after I've run this course a few times, I've realized inside of the program in live, I realized, you know what? I can turn this into a freestanding course so more women can get their hands on it. And then if they feel like they want to add on some more coaching, then great. And if not, great, because I have seen women go through the program that maybe our time frame was off and they were in another country, so they might have not made it live and they've had great success anyway, walking through the steps of the course. So that's coming at the beginning of the year, 2023. Depending on when you're listening to this, it might already be out. You might be able to go to it, but soon I'll be announcing details. I'll be announcing links, how to go get it, how to find out more about it. But it is going to be your tool to be able to stop over drinking in about six weeks and really get to the place that you want to get with reducing your anxiety, really um, not drinking as much, obviously, or not at all, um, grow in your faith, really give you tangible ways to be aware, to know what's going on and why you're being triggered, and really teach you how to make commitments and set boundaries and really know who you are in Christ. Like, There's so, it's fully, fully packed. It's going to be a full course with everything you need to walk out this first part of your journey. Cool. So I just want to just say that. I just said, decided I'm going to just tell you about it to get you excited. If you do have questions, you're already curious about it, or you're like, look, girl, I need to know when this is happening. You better tell me, tell me, tell me. Then same thing. Just email me, coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com, and we'll talk all about it. And one more thing, if you have not reviewed the podcast yet, that is how more and more women get to hear it. That's how it goes up in iTunes where they, all the things that happen, y'all have heard about algorithms and all that stuff. So just review, go down at the bottom, click five stars, write a review. I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. And until next week, y'all stay blessed. 
Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of over drinking even when you told yourself you would stop, waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing? Is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3 a.m. with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself? You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal, quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found and I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. Okay, ladies, let's get to it. I actually had to take a break because if you noticed in the intro, there was a background noise, which was the landscaping people outside of where I'm living now. And it's just funny because I just have to sort of throw up my hands and, and laugh a little bit because I finally carved out time and quiet time to record these, which is typically on Monday. And then they started working. So I was able to work on something else and then dive back in. So let's get to it. So today I want to talk about simple strategy change. And basically all that means is this, this is a simple concept for those of you that really want that um, step-by-step tangible action like, ooh, how do we do this? And ooh, how do we do that? But it's not easy, right? Anytime we're talking about shifting and making changes, it doesn't mean it's easy. Just like I was sharing with a client that I just worked with, we were talking about where she was sitting inside of a relationship And she's inside of this like extreme discomfort around a certain situation and she's angry and she's frustrated and she's sad. Well, the only way to move through that is to take different action. Okay, so you can continue to be angry, frustrated and sad on still the same path that you're on, not making any changes and still be where you are next year. Okay. Or you can shift over to a new path, start out still feeling angry, frustrated, sad, whatever you're feeling, but yet at least be going toward a new result, a a new change, a new outcome, like future pacing this vision for yourself. And I want to kind of map that out for you today. So if you have a notebook or you're somewhere where you're listening and you can type this on the notes on your phone, this will at least give you an outline and then we can kind of go from there on like how you can place part of what your goals are inside of this. So number one is really like, what's your strategy? Bring up the strategy, which means how are you doing what you're doing, right? So how do you do busy? How do you do spending money? How do you do stressing out? How do you do over drinking? How do you do procrastination? So it's really you looking at, okay, instead of just saying, well, I'm just a procrastinator or I'm over drinking or I am this, right? We're not identifying. How do we do it? Like, what's the system that takes place? So the number two part in this is finding the choice point, which basically is 
This is almost always the judgment. The thing that you're judging that turns you into that. Like, I'll give you some examples in just a second, and then we'll kind of map this out together because this might be a little confusing right now. But what matters is we we go by the judgment. It's the same thing when we go to drink, right? Like, I am judging the fact that my kids are driving me crazy or I'm overwhelmed or I'm overstressed or he ticked me off or whatever, right? We're those are we're in judgment there. And all this is very quickly happening deep in the subconscious, right? This is not something that we are really aware of that we're doing this when we're in this habit loop, okay? So know that this is going to be maybe awkward and uncomfortable and kind of weird at first because you're slowing this process down. So once you realize where's the choice point and why I'm choosing what I'm choosing, like, why am I choosing this? Why am I choosing to not go to the gym? Why am I choosing just to stay busy? Why am I choosing to drink? Why am I choosing just to plop down and eat sugar? Why am I choosing just to sit here for four hours and watching Netflix? Why am I choosing to open up my Amazon app and start shopping and spending money? Okay. The third step is to change the choice. And you're like, duh, right? But this, that's the truth. We got to change. We have to change the choice. Once we realize why we're doing what we're doing, or at least realize the how we're doing what we're doing, the why usually is going to come later underneath the surface and, and understanding what's really going on and how we're not addressing our feelings, but changing the choice. So then number four is the, the new strategy, right? So if we're going to change our choice, what do we do instead? What is our new strategy? Oh, when I get stressed out now, instead of reaching for the glass of wine, I am going to go blank or do blank or stop here or breathe here. Okay. Oh, instead of going and sitting in my favorite chair and watching Netflix for four hours, I'm going to do this instead. Like you have to have a bucket of insteads. Okay. And this is something I've talked about before, but you have to build this. Like I can give you all the ideas in the world. You can even Google how to, how to stop drinking or how to do new routines. I've got many episodes on the how to's, right? And I give those to you and they will be in the course. That is a huge part of this process is creating that. But what I'm saying to you is you have to create what works for you. Going running is not my thing. You may be like, you know what? I'm going to go out there and run for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, and that's going to clear my head. And that's going to help me have a new choice instead of doing the other thing I don't want to do. Or taking a bath. Maybe you're one of those that really, really loves baths and you know, okay, as long as I go and I put my body in the bathtub, I submerge in this, I've got my Epsom salt, my bubble bath. While all that's great, that's not for me in that moment. Yes, I love baths, but that's later in the evening when I'm winding down. So that might be your routine, okay? All I'm saying is I can give you ideas, you can find them, but you have to use new strategies and choose them what works for you, okay? And then number five, which I feel like might be even the biggest part of this, is visualize in future pace what you can see yourself doing. So I can see myself working out consistently. I can see myself choosing something different to drink. I can choose, I can see myself just feeling a certain way, thinking a certain way, being a certain way around my family, that kind of thing. 
All right, so let's do just a couple of examples, okay? So we're going to talk about drinking because that's why we're here, most of us. But we have strategies for everything we do. And I want you to also, once you kind of get this framework, I want you to also look at it like there's some areas in your life where your strategies are working to get done what you need to get done and you're doing great. Congratulations. What is my strategy for getting up and getting the kids out of the house? What is my strategy for getting ready for work when I'm going to the salon? Like it's on it. I have a certain time I get up. I go do this first. I brush my teeth. I do my makeup. Da, da, da. That's my strategy. I have a routine. What am I thinking about? What kind of music am I listening to? Is it a podcast day or is it a music day? How am I feeling? I'm paying attention to my body. So I have strategy. We have strategies for everything. It just depends on if you're using them to work for you or against you. Okay. So you've got to come to the place where you realize that first. Okay, so here's an example. Number one, elicit the strategy, I drink, right? You're going and you're having a drink. Is it wine? Is it vodka, beer, whatever? We don't care. Number two, find the choice point, which is almost always the judgment. So the choice point here is the judgment of I'm stressed out. This is hard. This meaning whatever this is in that moment. This situation with my money. This situation with my job. This marriage, this house I'm living in, this apartment I'm living in, this crap I got to cook for dinner, the fact that I have to cook dinner, my kids are driving me crazy. Whatever it is, is the judgment. Why are you feeling like or judging like you have to drink, to numb, to cope? Okay. All right. Number three, changing the choice. I'm feeling this way but I'm going to blank instead, okay? So the blank instead is going to be shifting the new choice, and then the number four is actually get into the, the chosen strategy. What do you want to do instead? Which is, I'm feeling this way. For me, the biggest part about that is just the awareness and the truth of how are you actually feeling? Are you angry? Are you frustrated? Are you disappointed? Are you discouraged? Are you tired? Are you sad? What is going on? Are you hyped up and happy and excited? Maybe maybe that's a strategy you have. When you get too overexcited or too happy, you also numb because you kind of don't know how to deal with those emotions either. A lot of times we talk about, and I even talk about this a lot more on the quote unquote, what we call negative emotions that lean us into these habits. But sometimes it's the good, happy, exciting, quote unquote, positive emotions. You know, we're the judge of the feelings. Emotions are emotions. They're just energy in our body. But that's what happens sometimes is we get overstimulated and excited about something. And there's this dialogue that might be saying, oh, oh, she's about to drop. Don't get too excited. Uh oh. Why are you happy? There's this other part of your life where you're not happy. You probably don't, you don't want to not pay attention to that because what if it stays the same? Like all this crap and dialogue that's going on in our brains that you're not even realizing is happening. I didn't. And I still don't all the time until I slow down, use these tools and go, wait a minute, why am I feeling this way? Oh, it's because I'm judging myself about this situation or I'm trying to control or I'm just like, maybe I need a nap. I'm tired. I'm really like not in the mood to deal with my kids right now, right? It's just to get in really current and honest with where you are. 
That is huge, huge. We're going to talk about that a lot in the program as well. So here's your choice point though. It's time to change it. It's time to do something instead. So what is it for you? Is it go for a walk? Play with your dogs? Is it dance? Is it scream? Is it sing? Is it take a bath? Is it go running? Is it phoning a friend? Is it leaving where you're at? Getting outside for a few minutes? Putting your feet on the ground? Like grounding your feet barefooted? There's so many things that you can do. What works for you? What helps you shift this strategy? Because you're wanting to break what we call the habit loop, right? That's the process of this. And then the last step in this one is, where do you see yourself? Oh, I see myself strong. I'm happy. I'm actually enjoying my kids. I'm feeling more energized. I'm really proud of myself that I'm uncomfortable now and I'm putting in the work to where when I future pace and visualize, she's got more energy. She's working out more instead of sitting on the couch. She is spending time with her friends. She's actually calm and patient with her family. She's very, um, she's slow to get angry. She's really quick to listen. You know, all of these things like future pace, what can you see yourself doing? And then repeat over and over and over. And you take the same strategy system into busyness, right? That's one too, or anything else that you're doing. So like if your strategy is just to stay busy, why are you staying so busy? Because you're judging and you're saying, oh, there's too much to be done. My to-do list is never ending. I have to stay busy or I won't look productive. I will seem lazy if I'm not busy. I have to do all this. I'm the only one that does things around here. Like all those are judgments of why you choose to stay in quotation again, busy, because busyness does not get us anywhere. Like there's things that we can do inside of business that busyness that may be moving us forward, but busyness itself is just a bunch of crap. It is usually a coping mechanism that's that is hiding something else. So then change the choice again, you got to choose a new strategy, right? When you tend to just go find something to do, what can you do instead? This may be a perfect one for you to start to slow down, go find a quiet space. You can still go and do, but go into your closet for five minutes, set a timer and breathe. Go pray, detach yourself from any other humans and get quiet for a minute, right? And then future pace. What is it going to look like? Especially if you're somebody that's like a high achiever, maybe you're one of these women who are working from home, trying to build a side business, Maybe you're just juggling a lot. Maybe you are working outside of the home, still taking care of kids. You're running a daycare and then you got all these cool things. Like I get it. There's things that we have to do as moms, but I really just want you to get super honest with yourself and check in and say, Hey, what, what am I filling my time with? That's just really not necessary and maybe is not moving the needle. And honestly, really looking back, and this is a huge one. I'm speaking to myself here. Why do I believe that I have to be moving the needle, right? Why do I believe that every time I'm doing something or every waking moment that I'm supposed to be progressing and growing, right? That's a struggle for me. I'm going to be super honest and vulnerable here. I'm still learning on a regular basis how to rest, how to slow down. You've heard me talk about Enneagram. I love that personality test, mainly because it just really shows you a lot more about your wiring and how you're made. If you want, you're interested in that, go to your Enneagram coach.com. 
I don't know her. Maybe one day we'll be able to, um, I can get her on the podcast. But I just love because she looks at through it from a Christian view. And it just has taught me so much. And I'm continuing to learn about myself, even inside of my growth and my growth, you know, conversations with my coaches. I always have a coach as well. Just so you know, I believe that's super important that I'm growing as I'm turning around and serving you. But that's been huge for me to realize like my nature is to not really stop and rest like I need to, like my body. So I have to really, really listen to my body. And I really have to go, Michelle, (laughs) it's okay to not always be doing and progressing. Like, yes, that's awesome. And I can get in and get productive. Sometimes you can rest. And if you're going to choose to watch a Netflix show, or if you're going to choose to rest, know that it is by choice. All this is what I'm sharing with you today. It's just to show you that we have habitual things that are just deeply rooted in their coping. Not that anything's wrong with, with Netflixing or going shopping or even having a drink for that matter. I've never been one to be like teetotal, don't ever, ever, ever. But most of us that are here that are at this point in struggle, we probably need to make that choice. But what I'm saying is, It's about really choosing and stepping into giving yourself permission. So when I sit down and I go, you know what? I'm watching three episodes of The Blacklist tonight. I'm choosing it because I want some downtime. I'm willing to relax. And if I don't give myself permission, then I'm going to be judging myself. And I'm going to say, oh, I need to be busy. Or I need to go work on creating new podcast episodes for my women. Like I think about y'all all the time. You are always on my heart and my mind. How can I help her more? How can I serve her? What does she need? And that's awesome. And I also need a rest. So I hope this helps you. I hope that you understand how to map out this. If you have any questions whatsoever, I have an email. I give it to you over and over. CoachMichellePorterfield at gmail.com. You can email me and ask me. And if you have anything that you're curious about, you want to know more about, you're like, hey, I really haven't heard her talk about this on the podcast. Ask me. I would love it. And if I don't know much about it, I'll either find someone who does or I'll research some more. So I hope this is supportive of you. I hope you have an awesome. We're rolling into December, ladies. It is here. Can you believe it? Oh, my goodness. I'm pretty stoked, actually. I'm loving this time of year and I'm looking forward to seeing you guys grow. I'm really going to be working hard behind the scenes preparing and getting this course ready for some time in the beginning of next year in first quarter. And I'm, I'm here to serve you and I love you. So until next time, stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. This is what helps the show grow and helps more women to get their hands on the support so they can choose to reduce their drinking or quit altogether like I did. Go join the community and say hi over on Facebook by searching Set Free Sisterhood. I will also put the link in the show notes. You can also connect with me for a one-on-one discovery call at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. And I want to ask, how do you want to feel in the next six months? Who are you becoming? Are you ready to grow? I see you and I've got you. Until next time, stay blessed.